Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, trade rumors are grabbing headlines as well. Starling Marte's name being floated out there again. One guy who's not is Adam Frazier, and I think Pirate fans are happy that uh, that's not going to be the case, considering the year that he had in 2019. He joins me right now. Adam, what's going on? Good to see you, man. Not much. How y'all doing? We're hanging. We're hanging. How's the offseason? It's been good. It's been a lot of fun and uh, good needed, much needed break, and uh, happy to be here in Pittsburgh for a couple days. Well, you were able to get down to Stark, Vegas, Mississippi State Bulldog that you are. Uh, that's r really where I want to lead with because oh, that's, that's the important that. stuff. You told me you were at the Egg Bowl. You watched everything go down. As crazy as that was, and for those uninitiated or did not see that game, well, essentially, uh, Bulldogs get back in that game because of the infamous, well, uh, mimicking of a dog urinating on a fire hydrant incident. Yeah, I'm not making that up. Uh, <laughs> but that, that was bananas, wasn't it? It was. It was. We'd, we'd give him the game, or come back and then gave the game away, and then uh, he gift wrapped it for us right there at the end. So what is that atmosphere like? And for, for folks up here that, you know, have gone through the backyard brawl, Pitt in West Virginia, and then Pitt and Penn State, they understand what a college football rivalry is, but the egg bowl between Mississippi State and Old Miss is kind of next-level stuff. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff with the rivalry and everything. And uh, but down there, it's uh, what everybody hangs their hat on for the full year. So, uh, you know, bragging rights and everything else. And not a whole lot else going on between sports besides, uh, you know, who, who has the Egg Bowl for the year. And that's all there is to it. Well, now the Egg Bowl is going to get about as interesting as perhaps it ever has <laughs> been in history. So... Mike Leach comes in, and he's <laughs> named head coach, kind of, I think, in, in an upset. I know Joe Moorhead, who, by the way, Western PA guy, uh, he winds up moving on. Then Mike Leach comes in, and you've got Lane Kiffin at Old Miss. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't, really. Uh, two extreme personalities going <laughs> to be clashing every year. That's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm sure they're going to have some battles on the recruiting trail as well. And, uh, and everybody in Starville is pretty excited about Mike Leach and his uh, – his uh, press conference to, to start was a <laughs> pretty good sample of what's to come. You're going to re read that book? What is it, Swing Your Sword or something Swing like that? Yeah, I, I might need to. I'm not a big reader, but uh, <laughs> I might learn something. Well, you're a hunter and you're a fisher, right? I do do that. That's the game. So any any, any big prizes this off season? No. Well, we shot a few ducks, a few geese, and uh, but nothing uh, – no big uh, buck or anything. You ever able to get up here? I mean, the hunting scene isn't really too bad up here. Not bad. I haven't, I haven't done that. Yeah. It's uh, it's worth it. I'm sure we could hook you up uh, <laughs> with some folks that, that want to take you out, uh, of course. As we're talking to outdoorsman Adam Frazier, who you grinded last year. 152 games you played in in the 162. Um, obviously, we, we've talked to you about it before, settling into one position knowing where you're going to be every single day that's huge but 152 is that's really unheard of in this day and age oh yeah it was uh i would like to get those last 10 um you know a couple nicks and bruises here and there kind of keep you out of a few games but uh yeah 
once uh, settled in at that one spot, I think that helped a lot and I was able to push forward defensively with that. Um, something to grow on going into this year. So defensively, obviously, to see your name on a, a finalist as <laughs> a gold glove recipient, I mean, how much did that mean to you and how much did it validate all of the work that you put in, in the offseason? Because let's be honest, I mean, that, that's something that was part of the reason why, you know, you were kind of bouncing around. Where do we put him defensively? The bat has never, ever been a question. So you kind of, you fixed that. Yeah, I, uh, I knew going into last season that I had the chance at second base. I'd finished the year prior pretty strong, so I, I was starting to get a little more comfortable, and then um, I tried to, you know, in, in order to be an everyday guy, you're going to have to eliminate that question mark, and that's what I, I strive to do. And, um, you know, the, the nomination for the Gold Glove really meant a lot, but, you know, there's no prizes for second third place, so something I'm going to strive for uh, this year, and uh, hopefully I can, I can achieve that and take another step forward with the bat. So take us through last year. What did you do to make sure that you got better? Take me specifically. You said, all right, enough is enough. I've got to get this thing right. And because, listen, I'm going into arbitration. My career, in some respects, not to be dramatic, is, is at stake. So I have to, to take that next step forward. What did you do? Who did you call? Who did you work with? How did it get better? Well, that's really how, I mean, not dramatic at all. That's really what it was. Uh, it came down to that. And, um, I really hadn't played a whole lot of second base in, in my lifetime. Uh, you know, a season here, a season there. But um, I knew I could do it. Um, in spring training last year, uh, one of the coaches uh, really said something that, you know, stuck with me and, and stuck out and I was able to hit the ground running it was a right left catch kind of deal with my feet and once I was able to get the what coach um, I want to say it was David Eckstein mm -hmm. um, it could have been Joey Core or Gary Green though and I, sure. <laughs> I don't want to say one or the other and be wrong so I'll say all three and um, but right left catch um, and to be able to keep the feet in rhythm right there really was allowed me to be consistent um, really on every ground ball year so I try to try to keep that in mind every daily on each ground ball and uh, that reminder really helped me take that next step forward so explain what that right left catch means for maybe uh, young kids out there or, or people trying to improve their game that might be tripping over their own two feet yeah. that's in your word but what uh, wh what's going on there well, it's really I mean as you're approaching the ball the, or the ball is approaching you rather um, you're going to take that right right foot and then the left foot, and you're going to catch the ball. So okay, it's, uh, what it says. Yeah, it's, it's really in the name. And then, if you, you know, if I had a, a visual, I'd be able to show you. Yeah, but it's a little, little easier to, to explain that way. But really, it's your right foot, left foot, catch the ball, and then you replace your feet and throw the ball to first base, and, and you're allowed to be in rhythm, and um, you're able to read the hops and, and, and go from there. It was a good year to have a good year for you, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Uh, I would like to put together a better year at the plate last year uh, to go with that. But hopefully we can do that this year. I mean, you were what, like a three-win guy? I mean, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but I mean, it was nothing to shake a stick at, man. I mean, you're, you're, you're 762 OPS for your career. Mm -hmm. I mean, that plays. <laughs> It'll work, but uh, you know, I, I, I always strive for better and you know, won't be satisfied until I keep going. So, even though last year was, was great for you individually, um, I would think that being inside of that clubhouse was 
interesting. I'm sure it's a year unlike any other that you've experienced I in your career. Do I have that right? Oh, uh, yeah, interesting would be a good way to put it. So <laughs> how do you ensure that something like that doesn't happen again? Well, I think we got a, we got a lot of fresh faces coming in to, to lead. Um, I think that was you know fresh start for everybody. may have been what we needed um, after that whirlwind of the second half. And we had stuff happen that you never even heard of happen. <laughs> and, um, so we're excited about the new group coming in to lead. And, uh, and I think some of us, us guys, as we got our, you know, we, we kind of established ourselves. We uh, feel like we're in a good place to, to lead the clubhouse as well. So good group of guys. The core is back. And um, we know what everybody needs to in order to push each other. And keep everybody in line and get the best out of one another so we're looking forward to that new challenge and uh and and put that second half behind us coming up next so uh, with adam frazier pirate second baseman joins us live here at pirate fest and zang really broadcasting here in the hall of fame club stop by and see us uh we're here until eight o'clock derek shelton will join us later on as will luke maley uh the new pirates catcher and Cole Tucker as well. We're going to ask you about those guys coming up, Adam. Uh, but also, I want to talk to you about where the game is going because it's just so hard sometimes to keep up with and, and wrap your head around and talk to players, and they're trying to keep their nose above water as things are really changing right before our eyes as far as how you succeed in this game. Second baseman Adam Frazier is with us as we wrap up uh, with Adam. Uh, Derek Shelton coming by in just a moment. Dan Zang, really glad to have you along. Um, Leadership in the Pirates clubhouse, uh, Joe Musgrove was asked about it, uh, and he's been vocal and has said, basically, we didn't really have it last year. Um, what's going to change, considering, Adam, the cast of characters is primarily the same? Yeah, um, he's pretty spot on with that. I think it showed with what happened. Um, you know, we got a couple guys out of there, really. Um, no, I think it's it's, uh, it's going to allow us to speak what's going on fresh. The fresh start with the management and everything too might might help a little bit. Um, you know, we we know what we gotta do, so that's the thing. We 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 know what it takes to to do our business the right way, and I think we're gonna put some you know some stuff in place to where we can go have fun doing it, do the right things all the time, and not worry about what else happens. So. Um, like I said earlier, we have a good core group, and now I think the time is right to where we're, we're able to step up and speak what we want to do. Derek Shelton, you had an opportunity to sit, sign autographs with him, hang out with him a little bit on the caravan. Your take on your new skipper? Oh, he's great. Um, had a good talk for an hour and a half. And, uh, first time we have met, so that was fun. Uh, get to know each other a little bit. we got uh, some similarities that we can hit it off with. and um, you know He's there for us, and he, he's made that clear. He's, he's there for us, and I think he, you know, he came from a team that had a lot of success last year. Um, that's just his most recent stop. But who knows what it takes to, to win ball games and um, how to lead that way. And I think uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun. Bring some of those home runs over from Minnesota here to so. Pittsburgh. That's I crazy. Some isn't of it? Too. <laughs> I mean, I, you did all right. I mean, you got, <laughs> yeah, you have pop. There, there's pop there, right? Yeah, so a little bit. I mean, it could be more. Okay. Um, where's this game going from that perspective? As how to hit, what you do to prepare to hit. I mean, you could look at a Rapsodo machine for those that are uninitiated, these high-powered cameras that can tell you essentially every millimeter of what your swing is doing in the plane that it's on. And this is getting really biomechanical, isn't it, the hitting game? It is. Um, you know, I don't 
buy in a whole lot to that. I'm more of a field guy. Sea um, ball, hit ball. Sea ball, hit ball. And make sure stay short with the swing and, and make sure I am using my energy in the right direction kind of deal. Um, Rick Eckstein, our hitting coach, is really good about that as well. Um, he knows how to you know, maximize the amount of energy we can put into a baseball and to get the optimal result. And so you're still short to it, long through it? Is that your yeah, I think program? everybody has to be, and but that's my kind of But that, but, they, but everybody isn't. Uh, everybody's not, <laughs> but um, even if they, you know, you buy into the rap soda or whatever it may be, in order, you're still going to have to be short to it and long through it to, to get some extension and hit the ball a long ways. I mean, do you feel like uh, a relic, like a, an old guy, like you're antiquated with, with that <laughs> philosophy? Because that thing has been uh, pushed off to the side, right, with a new school approach. Well, it has. It has. But like I said, it's, you know, a guy that could pre-trap Soto and everything else, it's, uh, if you still break down his swing, he's probably going to be short to it and long through it. Yeah. Like, you know, Christian Yelich. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's got some serious extension <laughs> on the baseball. So who's, like, who's this guy with a two-strike approach? That's what everybody's asking when they see you, huh? <laughs> like, what's this guy doing up here? Huh? Well, um, yeah, I mean, in some some way, a lot of guys should do that, you know, unless you just want to strike out more. Um, you know, the, the game, you got to play the game as well. So yeah. the situation of the game dictates a lot of things. And um, you, you win the game by putting up one more run than the other team. So it all comes down to that. And not giving away at-bats, Adam. You, right. you, you rarely do that. And uh, continued success here down the road. Looking forward to an even better 2020 season. I know 2019 was really good for you. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.